Okay, good morning, Masechet Kedushin Daf Yudchet. And we're starting on the Amud. So we're on the second line of the Amud. And um, we were discussing yesterday the idea of, of, of an Obed Kochavim, right? And a Ger, who were Yoresh, who they Yoresh, their, their, their fathers, their, their, their parents. If a Ger has got Yerusha from his father, if an Obed Kochavim from his father, to write to Drabanan. And yesterday somebody asked a question, I think it was Robert, who said, what about if a person... Can he set himself into Abdul for less than six years? Remember, we said that, uh, we saw that we can, a, a guy who sells himself into Abdul, not necessarily the Beitin, the person himself can do it, for, can agree with his Balabaitis to buy him for more than six years. Because what about less than six years? So we'll see coming, so coming up in today's daf. That's that as well. But let's quickly get back on to the question here of Obed Kochavim. So we saw in the Amud yesterday, we saw, I think it was Rava who said, so that wouldn't be from Jibetor and Jibetorim. But we saw that the Ger, let's go back and find a second, where was it? Amarav Tavar Torah, Ovet Kochavim Yoreshet Aviv, Shneemar Vichishavim Konehu, Veloim Yoreshet Konehu. So we saw that Amarav said, Tavar Torah, the Goy, Ovet Kochavim is Yoreshet's father. Right, and he brought the pasuk from v'chishav v'chishav et konei. That v'chishav et konei was where we saw was the idea that an eved milachatchila can reduce the amount of time that he works by uh, by paying by paying himself out. Remember, that's what we saw that an eved can buy himself out. There is uh, uh, a situation where he can reduce the money. And this year is still being brought from Jerusalem. Please, God, I'll be back home tomorrow. Uh, I wouldn't mind staying for a few more days, but uh, and we'll be home tomorrow. So now, that was what we saw. It's the Rebichir Bar-Avin. I'm on the second line here of Yud Chetamud Alev. Rebichir Bar-Avin, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. He's got a different Makor. He says the same thing. Oved Kochami Resh Naviv Tvar Torah. That there is Yerusha when it comes to a Goy. Right? Minat Torah. And that is, what's the Pasuk? Dichtiv ki Yerusha le'esav natatid har seir. Hashem says that he gave Esav har seir. Now Esav, you know, we think of Esav as a Goy. So, so Gemara says, wait a second, right? Maybe that's not such a great pasuk. Maybe Esav is not really a goy. Maybe he's a Yisrael Mumar. Right? Just he shows he's keeping the mitzvahs. Because his father at the end of the day is, and his grandfather and his great-grandfather are Avot. So maybe he's not really considered a goy. Maybe he's a Mumar. Just by the way, there's a lot of discussions in the Achronim over here about why Esav never had a bris. The Khatam Sofer even goes as far as saying that he should have had a bris, but he never had a bris because he was a gingy. And the gingy is puckled from a bris, maybe because of it might not uh, heal properly, etc. Other Khronim say, What are you talking about? It was before Matan Torah, Matan Torah. When he was a high of a bris, even if there was a danger. So a whole lot of discussion in the Khronim about is, 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 uh, has Aesop got a status of a Jew or not? Is he a Mumar or, or a Goy? So the one says, You're right. You know, let's just, we're not going to argue too much about Aesop. This is the source ready for Rabbi Yochanan. The Torah via says, this is in Tvarim, that the family of Lot, now Lot certainly can't be uh, accused of being a Jew. <laughs> okay, you can't accuse him of being Jewish. Right, because Lot, even though he's, uh, he was Abraham's nephew, but uh, his family, were, his parents were, 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 never, were never Jews. So, uh, so, so the Gemara accepts that. And he has a proof that there's Yerusha for Goyim from, from, uh, from Lot. Okay, so now the big question over here is, 
But Rabbi Yochanan, he's got one Makor. And Rava had a different Makor. Well, Rabbi Chiyabar, I mean, my time, Loamar Karava, Rabbi Chiyabar brought Rabbi Yochanan at the end of the day, they brought Austin in his name. Rabbi Chiyabar, I mean, my one, he used Rava's answer. Right? Rabbi Rashi points out here, reminds us, we learned yesterday, why didn't he use that? So he says, simply why? But you see why, it's actually worth it, I'm going to look back in our Gemara. When Rava said yesterday that Davar Torah, right? Rabbi made a deal in the Pasuk. The Pasuk said, He makes a deal, he does a cheshbon with the guy who he, who he bought him. And not in the Yorshim, in the, in the guy who bought him's Yorshim. So Rabbi was medayek in the Pasuk. Says Rabbi Chia, what did the Mikatib, the Chishabim Koneu, Veloim Yoshei Koneu? Did the Pasuk say Veloim Yoshei Koneu? The Pasuk doesn't mention that he, that he does a deal with the guy who bought him and not to the guy who made the Cheshbon. That was a deal, right? We've got a Pasuk that says straight out, right? Kilivnei Lot Natati et Ar Yerusha. There the Torah says Yerusha. Not a diuk of where we understood Yerusha. So my Pasuk's a better Pasuk, says Rabbi Chia. So he goes, okay, fine. So for Rabbi, my time in Rabbi So now we seem to understand that that Rabbi Chiyabaravin's pasuk is a better pasuk. So why didn't Rabbi use that pasuk? So the Lord answered, Mishum Kvodot Avraham Shani. Maybe Lot, even though he wasn't Jewish, right? Maybe the reason he got Yerusha was because he was Lot. He was Abraham's nephew, and therefore out of out, out of kavod of Abraham, the Torah gave him a Yerusha. But it's not something which to be learned for generations. That's not really a, a, a makor for going. Lot is in his own category. Therefore, Rabbi wasn't convinced that we could use, could use that pasuk. Okay. So now, the Gemara carries on over here now. And uh, we're gonna, we'll, we'll see a little bit of a difference over here between uh, Eved Ivri and an Amah Ivriya. And the Gemara is going to later on come and get quite complicated to understand the, using these differences when they see kashas back and forth on these differences. So the Gomorrah brings a brighter that says as follows. This is a brighter, it's a sifri. Also, a lot of the stuff's coming here from Parashat Re'eh, okay, which makes sense, because those are the psukim. It says, Tarabanan, Yesh be'ivri, she'ein be'ivriya. There's some dinim which apply to an evidivri, which don't apply to evidivriya. Now we're going to see in a moment that they aren't really uh, consistent with the Mishnah which we learned. Right? The Yesh be'ivriya, she'ein be'ivri. And there's something that apply to an Amar, which don't apply to an evid. The Eved goes out with the years, with Yovel, and when the Master dies. Masha'en can be real. That's a little bit strange. We learned in the Mishnah that there's no real difference between those things, right? That, uh, that Shanim and Yovel apply to both. With regard to Mitata Don, we had a little bit of a difference between Mitata Don and Mitata Av. But uh, it still seems pretty similar. And now the, the Bride says, V'yash Okay, that's fine. We accept that's unique to the Ivriya. But what about Shalim the Yovel? Why not? And another dinner over here is that she can't be sold and resold. Whereas once you sold your, your daughter into, into an, an, the status of Amai Ivriya, you can't resell her. Now, how would you resell her if she was sold very young, let's say, and the six years, well, yeah, this Mishnah is saying, this probably saying that the years don't apply, but anyhow, we know that they do. And let's say you sold her when she was very young and six years passed and now she was released. You can't go and resell her a second time. Right? 
and you can release her against his will. Against his will, we'll see the Machloket Rav and Abaya against whose will? Is it against the master's will or against her father's will? Masha'en came be Ivri. Okay, so now that was the brighter, bit bombastic in the sense that a lot of things here which, which aren't consistent like we've learned before. Now look, we'll discuss it. Amar Mar. Yaish be Ivri, Sha'en be Ivriya. He says there's some things about Ivri that aren't with Ivriya. So what are you talking about? We're a mini, but then we already learned. And we learned the other day, and that's you done it. We said over there, and the Gemara brings it over there. The Gemara says over there, Yetaira alav amaivriya she konats mabetsimanim. We saw there that everything was the same about an Ebed Ibri and, and, and Amaivriya, except for the fact that Amaivriya is kona besimanim. Here it says over here that none of it is the same. So we already got there brighter. Konatas mabetsimanim. Everybody with me? Right? Everybody following me? So what? Yes? All right? Okay? So, so, Amar Shesh, the Ravashah comes along and says, no, 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 you misunderstood. This brighter over here is not talking about an Amai Vriyah who stayed in Amai Vriyah. Amar Shesh, Kagon Chiyada. This is when the master who bought her, remember we've spoken about it a couple of times, what's the purpose of the sale? The purpose of the sale is for him to do Yehud, so that he will ultimately marry her, and now she becomes his wife. That's what we're speaking about. That's why it's different. Look at Rashi, the very first narrow line. And now that she's been married to him, she no longer goes out with, uh, with uh, Shanim or Yovel or anything like that. She needs a get. So what I understand. Yada Pshita get a bayi. What's that, a chidush? What's the chidush of here? Why do we have to learn this? So he says, Avia of Shashet. You might have thought that even after Yud, all these halachas of how she can leave still apply. Maybe after she's done Yud with him, she can still with Simanim, she can go, and still with uh, with uh, with Shanim, she can go, and still Yovel, she can go. Kamashpla, no. Of course, I don't understand. And what does it mean over there when the Mishnah said the Brighter said that Amai Ivriya is different to the Eved that she connect us with Simanim. But how can it be with Simani? Well, Simani more relevant any longer if she's done Yud. So he says, no, 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 you're right. Achik Amar, im lo yada yotza af besimani. So it seems like a bit of a, of a, of a forced explanation of yeah. I'm not sure why the Gwen just didn't say chisra mechsra or... We've seen before, so Elasha, when he said this brighter is, uh, is, should be learned outside the Ben Aminashat, like, anyhow. We can try to explain it. So we've got to basically go back and learn the bright like this. And then with regards to the every year, it's saying when the every year is done the Yehud, then she doesn't go out to Shanim and and Beyovel with Mitzatah Adon. Mitzatah Adon, she still has to be, she, 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 she would apply because then she'd be divorced, she'd be a widow. But uh, she'd compose herself back with Simanim when she hasn't done Yehud yet. I guess you have to understand it. The Gemara now carried on discussing this bright. One of the other things she said about the every year was, but I didn't even care for Nishnait. She can't be sold and resold. Okay? So the Gemara is saying, what do you mean can't be sold and resold? So, Michlal, David, every Nimkar, Venishne? So, if that's unique to Nama Ivriah, if that's unique to Nama Ivriah, that she can't be sold and resold, so what are you telling me that an Evid Ivri can be sold and resold? Vatanya. We've got a bright that says as follows. The Pasuk says, Vendimkar big nevato, right? Vendimkar big nevato. He sold because of his gneva. And the Gemara here learns a couple of things from that word, but big nevato. 
Why needs Begnevato Velo Bechfelo? What's Kfelo? Rat Bekefer. Look at Rashi. Velo Bekfelo. Im Yeshlo Shalem et Akerin. He's got enough money to pay for the Kerin. Okay, when God sells something, he's going to pay back the Kerin and the Kefir. The Knaz is going to pay double the amount. She has got enough money to pay for the Gneva. If he can only pay the Kerin, but he can't pay, the capital he can pay, but the Kefir, the fine he can't pay, he doesn't get sold for the fine. Only gets sold if he can't afford to pay the main amount of money. Big Gneva told another expression we can have to say, What is Zamamo? With Adim Zobamim, right? What's Adzomem? Adzomem says, he tries to incriminate people with false aidut, and then the, it says, Kasher Zamam. We make him do what he wanted them to get. So now, if he was going to get them to pay money, look at Rashi, if he gave testimony that his friend stole, his friend, not his friend, but another Jew stole, and it turned that he was Huzam, that he wasn't really a, a true aid, and now he hasn't got the money to pay the Kasher Zamam, and Nimka isn't sold into slavery. A lot of details now in every and every. Okay? Then Once he's been sold once, he can't be sold twice. Look at Rashi. At the moment, this is how we understand. At the moment, we think it means as follows. You can't sell him twice. We'll see just that in a moment. You can't sell him into two different sales. And uh, we'll see in a moment, a little bit more detail on that. We'll see means if, he, let's say that uh, he, he, he stole a thousand and he's only worth a five hundred. The most he's going to earn if he works for six years is five hundred. So you can't send him to one guy for six years and to another guy for six years. Or send him to this guy for six years and send him back to him for six years for another time. That's what it means at the moment. That's what Rashi said. So, uh, so now, we just said a moment ago, that from here it appears when we're saying that the Amah Ivriah ain't not him carrot, that the Ebed Ivri is Nimkar. But what are you talking about? And Ebed Ivri can't be Nimkar. We just explained a moment ago. We've got a brighter that says that you can't sell the guy twice. So that Diuk doesn't work. Amarav Lok Kashrav says, no, 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 don't worry. Let's see what it means. Kan Begnevachat, Kan Begnevot. When our brighter says that he can't be sold twice, it's for the same Gneva. With a diuk in the other brighter where it says that he's different to the Amavriah, that is if he stole twice. So on the, you can sell him for each one of them. And Amavriah, you can't even sell her again. That's what it seems to be saying. Look at Rashi. Amazing what Rashi is over here. It's over here that if, that on one Geneva, if he isn't worth the whole amount, that was the most the guy will earn is 500 shekels over six years, and he stole, right? We're not going to sell him just to cover half. Because he sell him again for the second half. When we learned the Duke that he can be sold twice, he says for two different Gnevas. So you can sell him, he pays with the one Gneva. Now, there's another guy, sell him again for another time. That you can do. I feel a lot of people even if he hasn't yet stolen, he hasn't yet been judged for the second one. So he's been judged for the first one you sent him, and now the discovery he's sold again. Why is it ever there? You could judge him when he finished that other he gets sold again. That you can do. But on, the, on one Geneva, we don't send him twice. So I'm going to buy Abaya. Abaya doesn't seem to agree with you, Rabbi. Because the word big Geneva to, big Geneva to, says Abaya, seems to imply Tuva Mashma. Right? Look, Tuva means many. Bigneva To doesn't just mean Bigneva Achat. Bigneva To means for his thefts. 
And if thefts could be more than one, Rashi, if they're all, if you stole plenty of time, he's judged at the same time, he's stole from this guy, stole from that guy, they're all considered big nevato. It says, many animals, the fish in the sea, even though it says, it's clear that it's not about one fish, it's the fish in the sea, in the plural. So big nevato means his thefts. So Abaya says a little bit differently. So Abaya, how does he explain the steer between our brighter says he can't be sold twice, and the diuk in the brighter which means he can be sold twice. He said, Depends if he sold, stole more than once from the same person or if he stole from different people. If he stole, right? If he stole from one person, lots of things from one person, there, even though it's many thefts, we only said him once to the one person about Peshnebel and two different people. Different people they start from, you can set him as many times as, as he has to be sold. But if he stole more than once from one person, he did a couple of thefts, now we caught him finally and we're judging him for all of them, we won't sell him more than once for all those thefts together. But different people, he will be sold. Okay, so that is basically a little bit of a, Remember, there's difference between the Amaivriya and the Ebedim is going to still come to play. Another bright now. The Gemara brings another bright now. Yeah, this is a Mechilta, Pasha Mishpati. Start around. Genevo Elef. What he stole was worth a thousand. Veshaveh Chameshwa. He's only worth five hundred. It was about the guy's going to earn if he gets, that he would be working. In other words, when we judge him, we value him on the slave market. How much is he worth in payment a year? This guy's worth five hundred over the six years, but he stole what he stole. He's worth a thousand. So it says Tanakama Nimkar Vachozer Vanimka. Now just quickly, just for sake of completion, we're not going to get into it now. Because uh, if you look at the, if you look at this Nimkar Vachozer, can you see this Hagota Gra there? Can you all see the letter there, the Aleph or the Gra? Everybody see that in the Gomorrah? In the Gomorrah. Right before the word it says, Gnevok Elef, he stole a thousand. Vashave Khameshwat, he's worth five hundred. Nimkar Vachozer. There's an Aleph over there, there's a letter or, or an asterisk or something that refers us to Hagota Gra. The gra there changes this Gemara and says, right, the gra says that Nisker Pazoi says, Girsa Raman, the Raman of the Girsa is, Nimkar, Ve'eno Chozer, Ve'nimkar. He sold and not resold, right? The Kachu Mechilta, Ve'hi Girsa Nechonim Od. Grasa, that's very right. If you look at, if you look Rashi on the other hand, Rashi's got a Girsa. Rashi says, Hachi Garsina. Right, see, can you see Rashi there? In the Rashi in the Dibra Matka says, Hey Gimel. Rashi's got the Hachi Garcin. Now, this, this is the correct version, says Rashi. Tarabalan Gnevo Elef, only worth 500. Nimkar Vachozer and Nimkar. So Agamor is following Rashi, not the Ramba. Now, it's quite amazing. I don't want to spend too much time. I wanted to, but we're not going to. If you look at the Tosfat over here, can you see the Tosfat says, Kan Begnev Achakamish Nagnevot? See the Tosfot already? See the Tosfot? Right? Tosfot says, Pishma contrast, Baha Eno Chose Vedimkar. Baha Vedimkar, 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 
אבל בשלב בני אדם, בשביל לא בדין אחד, שתמיד ונמכר בשביל כל אחד ואחד. והיו הדין, אם גנב אמר בדין ונמכר וחזר וגנב אישה צדיק חופשי חוזר ונמכר עד כאלה שלו. וכאשר שפש גנב אחד, אין לו חוזר. בקיצור, זה עוד תוספות אביה, which seems to be a question, which really is only a question if you learn according to Rashi, not according to תוספות. So I'm not sure why Rashi is specific about this din, but this last one, this is how we learn the Rashi. According to Rashi, the brightness is as follows. Ganvo Elef, he started something worth a thousand. Veshavet Chamesh, but it's worth five hundred. Nimkar vechozer v'nimkar tanakama said, you set him, he pays off the first five hundred, and then you set him again to pay off the second five hundred. Okay? So according to, according to Tanakama, you can set him twice if it's worth a thousand, if he stole for a thousand. However, Ganvo Chamesh, listen to this, if what he stole is worth five hundred, Veshavet Elef, but now he, if in six years was worth, what would he be able to, you have to pay him? You have to pay him a thousand. Ain't no nimkar klau. Doesn't get stolen at all. But according to Tanakama, the theft has to be worth at least equal to what he's worth or more for him to be stolen into Avdut. If his six years are worth more than what he stole, you don't send him into Avdut. So we would have thought, wait a second, send him for three years. Correct? The guy stole 500 shekels worth and he's going to earn 500 in three years because he's going to earn 1,000 in going to Abdul for three years. So this could be a possible answer to Robert's question yesterday. Robert's not jealous when he's traveling. Right to yesterday. And that is, can a person set himself for less than six years? Maybe no. Because yeah, he could have, he, sold for, he stole for 500. He's going to earn 1,000 over six years. So he could have sold for three years. The answer is no, we don't send him at all. Okay. Nothing. No, no, it's got to pay you off. It's got, it's got to, he's got to pay you off. He's got to sign an IOU and start paying you money. Go work, but not have it. It's not after. Rabbi Nezer Omer, that's Tanakama. Rabbi Nezer Omer, Rabbi this is the only time. In other words, according to Rabbi Nezer, it seems like it's hardly ever happening in a case of Eved Ivri. When does a person become an Eved? If the theft matches what he's worth. You appraise this guy on the slave market. See, if he comes to work for me now, I've got to pay him 500. The theft was 500, becomes an Eved. If the theft was 400 or the theft was 600, no Avdut, according to Rabbi Eliezer. Right? Okay, so Amarava, Shrava says now, he says, Rabbi Lezer makes more sense than Rabbanan. In fact, he's outsmarted him. He's, how do you say it in English? Bested him. What would be the English translation there? How do they translate it in English? Right? He's like, he's bested him. Anybody got a... What? Prevails. 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 What's the difference? Chachamim agreed, Tanakam agreed. If he was theft was for five hundred and he's worth a thousand, the nimkar. Why? The nimkar kulu amarachmana v'lo chetio. Because the Torah says the wholesale. It says the nimkar big nevato, right? Big nevato and not chetio. So hachinami. So yes, Rabbi Yisrael, what do we get? That doesn't mean only if it's if it's if it's down, even if it's up. Hachinami nimkar begnevatol. It was the exact amount of Rachmana, velo nimkar bechatzig nevatol. So that's another halacha. Someone got a halacha there. I don't, can't actually work out what halacha is over here. I mean, Rava and Rabbi Eliezer together, maybe 
there's no halacha on this bright I'm not sure if anybody got halacha there. Anybody see halacha there? Anybody? No. Okay. The Gemara carries on. Umavdinota, uh, the brighter said, we're still busy in the original brighter there, which we spoke about of the of the difference in Amayri and Evid Ivri. One of the things what we said, Umavdinota Baal Korcho, you can redeem her against his will. The question is against whose will? Amarava Lemaimar Baal Korchei Dadon. It seems to be against the master's will that that you can force him to redeem her. So Amale Abayis, Abayis is already talking about. Mind you, what is this talking about? What do you mean? They're against against his will, right? Look at Rashi, there's Rashi over here that says, My new, what do you mean? That this is better? If you're going to tell me that she can't redeem herself short, so she can't pay off what she's going to write a Remember, in my area, we write, she's going to write a star to him. So what, you're not going to pay any money. We're going to just write the star. We're going to force him and say, he has a document, an IOU type of document. And now let her go. But the guy's holding a pearl in his hand or a jewel in his hand. Right? Look, he said, the katabne de star at the may. Write the star. How much he owes her? Am I? Nakid marganita beyade. We're going to take a pearl from her, from him. And yahibne de chasme, give me a piece of shard of cheres. What does this, the IOU to know? What are you talking about? So Abaya, Abaya says, not the masters. Abaya says, we forced the father to redeem her. Look at Rashi over here. If he's got the money, we force him and redeems her. Why? This is quite amazing. Because I've said all the time, I've been explaining that the study of Amaya is it's in the daughter's interest. Father's a poor guy, and he wants to marry off into a richer family, and therefore he sells her into Avdut with the idea being that the father, the master, or his son will marry her and she'll become a princess. Now the Gemara suddenly says, Abayah says, this is begam, this is insulting to the family to have their daughter or their sister sold like this. Therefore, if the father's got the money, he must go redeem her. So, so, so Rav is not backing down. So, so Rav says to Abayah, if that's the case, every one or every Nami as well, Nachfinu mishpacha. We should force them to go and redeem the Evadivri as well. So he says, He'll just continuously set himself into other all the time and get his family to redeem him. That's why we don't force them to do it. We had a machloket. Remember a couple of days ago, we had a machloket. I think it was Rabbi Yochanan. Who was Rabbi Yochanan? And uh, we said, Rabbi Yochanan, we said, what was the reason? And we said there, when we said we had the, ca- the case of, of Eile, we said, do, do, do. And we said there was that the, that the family, there's a machloket over there, with the family have to redeem her, have to redeem all others. And we had a machloket who, who in, in one of the cases we said that he goes into Avdut. If it was a family redeemed him, or if others redeemed him, we had a machloket, Rabbi Yochanan, I think, said, that the family, when the family redeem him, he goes into Avdut. And it was argued, Rabbi Yochanan said, that if it's the strangers redeem him, he goes into Avdut. And the Svara was, the strangers would redeem him, and at least they'd get an airbed if he was sold to a goy. Otherwise, they'd have no motivation to redeem him. Rabbi Yochanan said, no, on the contrary. The relatives would redeem him, and they'd go into Avdut with them, because otherwise, right, they, he just continuously set himself into Avdut, and it'd become a serial case there of the family having to bail him out. Anybody remember who that was? It was a, 
No, it wasn't sh- on Shabbos. Yeah, three or four what? So what? What's today? Thursday. So you'd get so Shabbos was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thirty Gimel. Let's look at your Gimel. I don't think it's your Gimel. No, it's a, no, it's not your Gimel. Okay, it doesn't. I don't want to waste too much time on it now. But uh, that was the same idea over there, that we said uh, that the family would 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 be would be would have to be bailing this guy out forever because it would be a, a proper case of a serial. Uh, here we are, Daf Ted Vav. On Ted Vav, Rabbi Yossi Aglili Sabar Mistaber Gran Achayim Rishi. I'm Rabbi Meir. What to be Meir and Rabbi and Rabbi and Rabbi Yossi Aglili? I think not. Not Rabbi Yochanan. We had Rabbi Yossi Aglili Sabar Mikrani Drash Lefanat. Every time he became free, he'd just go and reset himself into Abdul and the family would bail him out. That was Rabbi Akiva's Farah. So the same thing over here. Right? Uh, so that's what Rabbi says. Rabbi says, Abaya says, uh, right, that's the answer. That if he, he's like Rabbi Akiva, that's why it's not the same thing. But it's, so it says Rabbi. Right, but then why not say the same thing here? If we force the fa- the father to bail out the, to redeem the daughter, why the daughter go and just set herself into? Why he go and send him into Abdul again a second time? She says, "No, it won't work." Why? That's the answer now, Brighter. The Amaivriya doesn't get resold. Once she was sold, once she isn't resold, so it's not relevant. The Evan Ivri can be resold. We said, and Amaivriya can't be resold. So we forced the father to redeem her and he can't sell her back a second time. Right? So okay, money. Who's the Tanya who tells us this, that the woman, the, the Amai Ibriah, can't be resold? Who is that? Right? Who is that? So it says over here, says, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon. How do we know Rabbi Shimon? The Tanya, we've got a bright tale. This is Tanya Kama. This is not Rabbi Shimon. So first we see the Tanya Kama. Now, now, just listen, please pay like really extra careful attention. Because we see some interesting things over here in this bright. This is like Bamash in the nitty gritty. Pay, pay careful attention because a lot of things come to play. I mean, we learned before in our Masechlas in Yavamot, we learned about the whole question of a riot, right? And whether a Kiddushin is Tofsin or a Kiddushin isn't Tofsin, correct? When do we say that a Kiddushin is Tofsin? Even if it's, a, if, if it's an Isur Kiddushin. It's a Kiddushin be Isur. But it's a love, remember? The Kiddushin is Tofsin. If it's karait, the Christian talks, for example, a Kohen Gadol to an Almanah is only a love, a Lord say. There, they aren't allowed to live together, aren't allowed to get married, but if they do get married, they need to get. On the other hand, a brother to a sister, they can't get married. There's no such thing as Kiddushin, because this is a riot, correct? Just remember that. Okay, so we're going to get to it. So, Master Rabbi Shimoni, the Tanya, Mocher Adami Bitole, Ishut Vishona. Rabbi Tanakama says, you can sell your daughter, Ishut. Right, what do you mean, silly issue? You do kiddushin with her. When she's a young girl, you give it to a man, he pays and he marries her. Not Evid. And then Vishona. How do you mean Vishona? 
‫ההורים ידעו כאילו ‫השיט לאישות ושונה, ‫קיבל בה קידושין, ‫ונתעברה שהיא ביקרת ‫ודרת מנגה, ‫או נתגר שבן... ‫או זה איזה אירוסין רעת, ‫חוזר בקאצ'ה, ‫הוא יכול להתמודד למישהו אחר, ‫וכסף קידושי אשר, ‫הוא יגיד את המאני לסקנד פעם, ‫ורש"י אדס, ‫הנה הריידה, ‫אם לא בגרה, ‫לונגש לצ'ארד. ‫אובייסי, כשהוא קם בוגר, ‫זה לא יכול להיות רלוונט. ‫ואז תנקאמה קרייז און ואומר, ‫לשפחות ושונה. ‫הוא קונסל אותה לשפחות. ‫רש"י בחרה ויצאה בשש. ‫הוא שאל אותה לינגו, ‫כשהיא הייתה שלוש שנים. ‫ואחר כך, שש שנים לאחר, ‫בנאן, היא הולכת חופשית. ‫או ביובל, ‫פאבס אין במידל, ‫כשהיא הייתה נפרד, ‫או במיטת האדון, ‫או בגד דאז, ‫ועודה קטנה חוזר ומוכרה. ‫האבס יש רש"י, ‫אבל יוצאה בסימנים, ‫לא, אבל אם שהיא נהיה מצ'ון, ‫היא נשגרת סימנים יוקון. ‫למה? ‫כי בסימנים יוקון סלו ‫בפרסט פלייט. ‫אז לא עובדים, ‫רש"י מגיע את כל הלימוד ‫אבי אבי 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 Right? And still a youngster, you can now sell her as a shifcha. Right? Look at the first wide answer of Rashi. Mokhra b'kabalat kiddushin, achar she'emach le'shivchut v'yastah b'chaz sh'alav. Le'ishut achar shivchut. But that's the right, the shivchut. So le'ishut achar shivcha, right? So you already stole this, it's the other way around. You already stole this as shivcha, and now she became free for the case. What? You can now sell her and marry her of somebody else. Avalo le'shivchut achar ishut. But once you've married her off to somebody, right, you can't now, and he dies or whatever the case is, or they get divorced, right, if she's still a young girl even, you can't sell her as a shifcha. So once you've been married, you can't sell her as an evid. Why not? Look at the third last lines of the wide lines at the bottom here. Kibel kiddushin v'chaz sh'alav, shinit amla, she got widowed, and chaz ruch l'shifcha l'kama, I'll explain later on. But remember this, going to the Kabbalah, you can do everything. Kiddushin achar Kiddushin, Shifcha achar Shifcha, Kiddushin achar Shifcha, but not Shifcha achar Kiddushin. Once you be married, you can't sell her as an Evid. Okay, Rabbi Shimon Omer, remember the Gemara says, who's the Gemara who says you can't sell her a second time as a Shifcha? Rabbi Shimon. Kashem she'adam mocher pitol as Shifcha achar Ishi. It's just like the Tanakhama said, that once she was married, you can't sell her as a Shifcha. Kach enadam mocher pitol as Shifchut achar Shifchut. He says the same thing applies. You, still can, you can marry her and remarry her. That's not a problem. But just like you can't make her a slave, obviously you're married, you can't make her a slave, obviously she was already once a slave. So the Gemara says, we're plicked to the honey tonight. And this machloket yet, Rabbi Shimon Tanakam, is the same machloket we're going to see between other two tonight, between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Lezer. Right, says the Gemara, like this, Tatania bevigdova. What does it mean bevigdova? Remember we discussed the other day, I think we were discussing on Shabbos. On Shabbos and the Shabbos year, we're discussing Kiddushin, right? And we're discussing what is Kiddushin. So where are the items? So one of the opinion we say that you, when you bring it into your house, and some say the chuppah, and the other people say this, you know, the Sfarim have to put it under the talus. That that is like the main part of the Kiddushin. See where it comes from. So here it says, Bevigdova. What do you mean Bevigdova? Bevigdova, right? It says, Bevigdova. So what do you mean bevigdo? Now bevigdo sounds like beged, correct? Sounds like beged. But it can also be boged. Right? When you, when you, when you attract to somebody. Right? When you let them down. How do you use a better word in English for that? How can you say that in, 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 in a verb? To disappoint, no? To, uh, to what? What do you say? 
But like when you, when you, you, when you, you, when you, when you, when you, a, a borget is a traitor. So what's the verb to traitor? Betray. Betray. Oh, sorry, Cliff, I never heard you. Betray. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Right, betray. You betrayed. Be big dog. It must be to betray. So we'll see how the answer is. It says, Kevin, so look at what Rabbi Kiva says. Rabbi Kiva says, what do you mean by big dova? Kevin she pires talito alea. Once he spread his garment over her. Right? Shuv ein rashai lemochrai. Can't sell her. Look at Rashi. Kevin she pires talito alea. Adal korchach mi baile lukmei yesh ein rugesis. Now we're going to get to the between yesh aim lemikra or aim lemasorit. The word is written bevigdova without a yud. So it's beged, but not vigdo. So bet gimel dal without a yud could be written bagad. And bagad means to betray. Beged, right? Bevigdo, if it was beged, it should have been with a yud. So now, do we put emphasis on the way the word is pronounced, or do we go to the source of how it was written? If the Torah chose to write the word without a yud, maybe it's telling us really that we should look at it as a beged. On the other hand, we know that there's a Masori, we read it, big door with a yud. So we can learn different things. What is that big door meaning? Is big door referring to, is it referencing beget? Or is it referencing bagad? Is it betray or is it close? So Rabbi Akiva says, we'll see in a moment. Rabbi Akiva says, Once he's married her, he can't sell it. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Lezer, Once he betrayed her the father by sending her into Avdut, right? Or by marrying her off when she was a little kid. He betrayed her. He didn't keep her with the family. Why did he do that to her? Or sold it, but yeah, I think it's more he sold it to slavery. So the question is, what does it mean? Does it mean that once he sold it to slavery, he can't sell it to slavery again? Or once he married her, he can't sell it to slavery again? Because Bagadba would mean that he sold it to slavery once. Now you can't sell her again. And big God and big door would be but big door means once he married her, you can't into slavery again. Are you with me? Yes, clear? Right? So the Michael goes, what's the machloket? The question Rabbi Yezro Sabar Yesh Aimla Masoret. Rabbi Yezro says that there's an Aimla Masoret, meaning that the Masoret, Rabbi Yezro says, right, at the end of the day, we look at how it is written. And it's not written with a Yud, it's written with a Bagad. Rabbi Akiva Sabah, no, yes, and Rabbi Kravi says, no, we, go, we know that we read it, big door, big door meaning clothing. And, and now, so now, but one second, we said that our Tane, our Mishnah, who said, that Rabbi, remember, our Tane said that you can't, once she's been sold to, into Shiv Avdut, you can't sell her again. And once she's been sold, and once she's been married off, you can't sell her again. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Shimon Savar, yes, and Rabbi Kravi Rabbi Shimon said, we learn them both. We apply Bagad. So once you betrayed her, you sold her into Avdud once, you can't send her into Avdud a second time. And we also apply the Mikra, Bigdo. Once she'd be married, you can't sell her into Avdud a second time again. Okay? That's it. And there's quite a lot written here. There's a long toss with which I've got to have time, unfortunately. I had all plans this morning. Let's care. Bye, Rabbi Baravua. So now we come to the question. Everything we learned on this Abud now is going to now come to play. For the rest of the ready, it was much a case of building us up, giving us all the kalim, and now we can deal with the next two questions of the, 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 the questions of the Gemara, and we'll see two attempts at answering the question. So this is a big question. This yiud, right? By Rabbi Baravua, yiud. This yiud that the husband does, the father does with his wife, he sells her off to a slave, and then the, the, we said before, up until now, what have we said? 
Up until now, we've said that the money that he gets for the yiud essentially becomes converted into the money for kiddushin. Correct? And he only pays once, and that's that's how we understood it till now. We'll see a bit of a spin this morning as well. When the master does yiud to this girl, is it that is it a kiddushin? He still needs chupa. This erat kiddushin, and he still needs nisuin, or is it nisuin? The so question is, why? Obvious reason we have to know is that the nafkamin is looking at yorshav litamab belau lehefen darya. Does if he if she does, does he inherit her now like a man who's fully married to a woman would inherit her, or is it like a kiddushin, like an erusin, like his fiance wouldn't inherit her? If he's a kohen and she does. Litamela, can he now go and become tame to her like one of the seven people in the Torah that a coin can be tamela or not? Only like his betrothed wife and he can't be tamela. And what about La Fernadaria? We know as well that a woman who's betrothed, the father and the husband have to betroth, have to make Fernadaria together. Once she's done the suing, the father's ois and the husband now can do her Fernadaria on his own. So my, so what is this Yud? Is this Yud Kiddushin or is this Yud Nisuin? So we're going to bring a brighter to try and prove one direction. We are not the bright out. We'll bring another brighter. That's where we'll end off the day. So Toshma, bright number one. The pastor says, Bevigdova. Right? Bevigdova. Now, the word says, Kevan Shepirei Stalitoelea Shuv and Rashai Lomokhra. Who's that like? Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Lezer. Quickly. Who's the Talit? Who's Talit? Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Kiva. No. That's right, Rabbi Kiva. Like it said, Rabbi Kiva was the one who said, Bevigdo, meaning aim le mikra. We've got to aim on how we read it. We read it beged, Bevigdo. Right? So the Gemara says, we quote our bride and says, we've got a brighter. Rabbi Kiva said, Bevigdo ba. Bevigdo va, right? Kevin Chepetli to Alea, Shuv Eino, Rashai le mochra. So we can make a deal from that. Zvunehu de no mezavin la. He can't sell her a second time. But he can do yud. Right? He can do yud. Now, wait a second. Look at Rashi. I skipped all the Rashis. Long Rashis. I don't know. All the boys. End of the narrow lines. Now, yud meyayid. Klomar lekidushin. Shelo l'shem shifchud machra. Right? So we said after once he's done pires talit. We said he called out a seller. Ah, but to do yud, maybe immediately from the outset, said the yud that he could do. Now, wait a second. Right? Right? So now, if you're going to tell me that this yud does nisuin, so So it seems to be over here that once he did. Once he did, uh, once the Paris Talit, the husband, he was already married. And now we're seeing that the father can't sell her after she'd been married, but he can do yud with her, put into a state where she'd do yud. So how can he do yud? Zvino adlomazavinla, ayyub yaidla. Vima mat nisuin, if it's nisuin, came in the nisite, once she was already married the first time, shub ain't avir, shub the father's got no, no, uh, no uh, rights over her whatsoever. Right, so what do we see that this whole concept of the uh, of the of the yud is only erusin? Yeah. Okay, so the question here is, 
Right, so, the, so to, to go back again quickly, just to make a more sense, maybe. It's so like this. So it says, Right? 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 She, she's always, she doesn't ever go back to the father. We've all, everyone agrees that once she was married, she's out the father's Rashid, but how old she is, right? Um, or maybe, no, maybe not. If, if, if he dies, she goes back to the father. So if she's young, yeah, he still can't sell her again. So, must be that it was Erosin, and that's what the Yud was. So, so that's, so basically, it seems like we answered the question, what's Yud? Yud must be Erosin, because otherwise the father couldn't have married her a second time afterwards after she had done Yud. Whatever the case was. Correct? Mark's nodding away there. Okay, thank you. Right. So, I'm a Rav, Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. He said, no, 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 no. He says, this case over here, in the bright of Yitzchak, that's not Yud. The Kiddushin Dalmakai, that's when the father gave it for Kiddushin. And she did Kiddushin. And then, they got, Vachigam, Akavan, Shemashra, Vya, Lemishin, Itchayev, Besharak, Sutav, Onata, Shuv, En Yachol, Lemochra. Right? When we said that he can't sell her, what does it mean? Look at Rashi. That when Rabbi Kiva says, that's a proper kiddushin. That's not when he sold her into Shifchut and he did Yehud. Right? That's what Rabbi Akiva is speaking about. There's no, nothing, no question of yet. There's no issue to sell her after Yehud. So our whole question, which wanted to say that Yehud must be doing Erosin, otherwise he couldn't sell her again if it had done his suing, that's not correct. Rabbi Akiva wasn't speaking about a, a marriage through Yehud. A marriage through Yehud, maybe the father could sell her again. What Rabbi Akiva was saying, he can't tell her again, was a marriage through Kiddushi, not through Yehud. Yeah, it's also talking about that she's not a maidservant, that she's not a slave. That's Yehud. Yehud, she became Yehud through becoming a maidservant. He's saying that's not in the case of Yehud. Right? Yehud, like Salah points out, only arises when she was sold as an Amaivriya and many married her. What Rabbi Akiva is talking about is when there was no maidservant in the beginning, there was never Yehud. It was Kiddushi from day one. Right? That's what he's speaking about. That's what, uh, so that's the knockout of Yahshua. When a person does marry, sells his thought off to a maid servant with the intentions of Yehud, but agree, but still, when he, when he sells her, there's no hitchayvut. There's no obligation. Right? There's just hope and pray. That's the Shuvah Lamal Mechasa. We can't use this uh, this Brighter. This Brighter wasn't speaking about Yehud. This Brighter was speaking Pires Tari Toalea. He's talking about Kiddushin proper. So we haven't yet proved anything about what Yehud is. The Gorosh tries again. Now it's going to get a bit trickier. Okay? Ooh, we're running late. So I'm going to ask you just to try and bear with me over here. But this is getting a little bit trickier. The Gemara is getting a bit like You can't, Tarakama says, that when you're setting her in the first place into Shifchut, you can't sell her to relatives. Why not? Because you want the ability for her to be able to be married into the family. And therefore, we're talking about close relatives, right? Like, not like, like, uh, like brothers, I suppose, where there's Isur Karet. 
Look, yeah, ain mochra. Well, long. Yeah, not for no problem with first cousin. No problems with uncles either, right? Right. He says over here, ain mochra ha'av lebito lekrovim shehi asura aleim leyaed the ba'inan asher lo yada. We need a situation where there could be you. The only thing isn't you will set the case one. So you have to have to. You can't sell it to people who they wouldn't be able to marry, right? You can. Where it can work, so it can work. If the guys can marry her, beautiful. But that's not a prerequisite for the sale of my brother. In other words, going to doesn't the only sole purpose of sending a daughter into others is not to get married. It's to look after her as well. If it's people who she could marry, beautiful. If they decide to marry her, it works. But it doesn't have to be a prerequisite. It's a prerequisite. Right? That's, that's, that's the... That's the, that's the they both agree. Veshavim. Both Rabbi Dezir. And Chachamim agree. Shemokra almanah lekoen gadol. Grushim lekoen gadol. You can't sell an almanah to a koen gadol. Why? Because even Rabbi Dezir, Chachamim will say you have to have a prerequisite for Yehud. They agree that in a case like this, if they did do the Kiddushin, the Kiddushin would be Tofsin. Remember, we said the very beginning of the Shir, because it is Sulab, not Karet. Ah, not Minatora. But the concept of Kiddushin exists over here. Difficult to understand, right? But nonetheless, so Rabbi, Rabbi Khamu would agree with it. Rabbi Dezir doesn't care. Rabbi Dezir doesn't take them, even to their brother, you can sell them. Because you don't have to have you, you, you right? Hi, answer the Gemara now, ask the question. So now, right, we're saying like this. Hi Almana. Remember our question over here, we said, Ain Mochala Krovim, Shumanezer Amra Mochala Krovim. Vashavin Mochala Almana, Le Kohen Gado, Kushlok the Kohen. This Almana that we're speaking about over here, that we can sell to a Kohen Gado. How did she become an Almana? What do we mean, Almana? Right? So the Gemara is like this. This Almana, Ina Mede Kadish Nafsha, if she sold herself when she's a young girl, the only person going to go into a Shifcha status. Is a young girl, correct? So we're talking at the moment about a young girl, because otherwise they couldn't sell her into Abdut to a Kohen Gadol if she wasn't a young girl. So she must be a young girl. But yet she's already called an Amana. So says the well, this Amana, how does she become an Amana? If she decided as a young little girl to go and marry somebody, okay, and now he died. Amana, Karila, Russia has beat me up. the question, why? Well, she was a Katana. She can't decide to marry somebody. Her, her, she, she, a girl of seven says, I'm married to you now. And then her husband dies. She wasn't ever married to him. There's no kiddushin with a young girl. Her father can marry her. But if she decides to get married, oh, that's not called married. So that's not called an amana. So it can't be that. Right? If her father was the one that married her off originally, and now the guy died, can a father who married his daughter off sell her after into, into Avdud? We saw that. That everybody agrees, even Tanakam, the Prince Amud, right? Not only Rabbi Shimon, that once she's been married, you can't sell into Shifchut. So, why is this girl called an Amana that we're sending her now to the Kohen Gadol? So, the Gemara says, This is what's happening. Follow me here. Amram Abri Yitzchak. He says, What are we speaking about? We're talking about a situation over here where the original Kiddushin was the father sold her into Shifchut the first time round. It was Kiddusha Yiud. But again, right? Va'alibad Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda Amar. Now, this is a spinner, this is a mamasha, what's it, like a, a, a bomb drop. 
Because it's different, everything we've learned about Yehud up until now. What does Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda say? The Amar, Ma'ot HaRishonot. The first monies that the father got when he sold his daughter into Avdut, Lav Lekidushi Nitnu. That isn't for Kiddushin. Right? Ve'i'amart Nisuin Oseh. Now, if you're going to tell me that Yehud does Nisuin, Kevan Chenisait, Shuv Ein Lavir Rishutva. So now he says, so therefore it's obvious that when they did Yehud, if the Yehud that she had done when she was told into Avdut was Nesuin, it wouldn't make a difference what the case was. Once she became an Almana, it's too late. The father couldn't be sending her again now into Avdut. So what is this Almana we speaking about mean? Must mean Velamai, Eirusin or Sab, must be Eirusin. Let's just quickly sum up what we said a second ago. We'll stop over here. His answer is as follows, according to the Kiddushin that the father did originally wasn't for the, the, the money he got for the Shifchut wasn't Yehud for Kiddushin. When the master did Yehud afterwards, the Yehud that he used, yeah, let's actually finish the Gemara, we'll see in a moment. The Gemara says, But we didn't, we all agreed, Rabbi Leza and Chacham agree that she can, they can sell her. But the father can't sell his daughter into Avdut once he already gave her over for Shivchut. And what do you have to say? The Erosin here is not what the father did. The Erosin is what she did on her own. What did she do on her own? According to Amram and Rabbi Yitzchak, when the father sold it to Avdut, the money he got wasn't anything to do with the marriage. The master then comes along and says, listen, lady, you, I bought you for 100,000 shekels. I'm not going to forego you that 100,000 shekels. You're going to marry me with that 100,000 shekels. And that's the kiddushin. So the father never did marriage. She did the marriage. And now the marriage might have been kiddushin. Was kiddushin still? And now she gets divorced. The guy dies. The father can now sell her. Why? When did we say the father called his daughter into Avdud once he sold her, once he married her? Is when he married her. Yeah, he didn't marry her. Yeah, he sold her into Avdud. She got married on her own. That's a loophole. The father can now go and sell her into Avdud. The woman says, wait a second. If that's the case, why do we go so far so that the Yehud that the master did on his own with the girl by foregoing her the money is Kiddushin? Let's say it's Nisuin. And let's give the same answer. Nisuin Dida is different from Nisuin Davia. Maybe the same thing. And that's why they can do marriage afterwards. We'll carry on tomorrow. Okay. We-